Hello, and welcome to the next one's coming faster, a Justified slash City Primeval rewatch reaction pod. We are doing an instant reaction to episode four, Kokomo. I saw on Facebook tonight, someone posted saying another episode of Justified PC had aired instead of CP for City Primeval, (laughs) PC for politically correct. (laughs) Personal computer. Did you guys enjoy the the episode of Justified? In spite of its inveterate wokeness, I did enjoy the episode. (laughs) I am a, uh, I won't reveal my political orientation here, but I, uh, I thought it was an episode of high stakes of certain amount of brutality of darkness mm. of um of music a great needle drop occurred in this oh, episode yes, probably the best one in the history of justified aside from mm-hmm. maybe those uh, you'll, you'll never, never leave harlan you'll never leave harlan the right. token you'll never leave harlan alive in the season finale is that hits one. every time yeah i liked it quite a bit and uh, shall I give my rating now, Bobby? You know what? Let's just do the ratings now. Then we'll do the. Then we'll thank the patrons and do all the other stuff. Let's just get the ratings out there. Okay, I'm I'm going eight point five for this one. I really really liked it. I I not quite as jubilant as I was uh, last week after episode three, but I I quite enjoyed it. And I'm just we're just rolling this season. I'm just happy mm-hmm. with the characters. I'm happy with the plot lines. Mm-hmm. I'm just thoroughly entertained. Yeah. Excellent. Ojus? Yeah, I give it an 8.5 as well. I mean, we're cooking. You know, there's a lot going on. Uh, there's not really any sort of dry or slow scenes or anything like that that, you know, I'm not interested in. Every character has these, um, has like, is either compromised or like, has something that can come back to, you know, bite them in the ass, whatever it is. And in this particular episode, we saw, you know, multiple, as Zach said, either brutal or um, fatal scenes and everything worked. You know, it didn't feel over the top either, which is important with that stuff. There was death. Mm. I had a dream. I posted this on our social media. I had a dream last night about this episode, about like the act of watching it, not really about the episode. And I dreamt that it was a 10 out of 10, like great, like all time great justified episode. It didn't quite live up to the dream I had. I don't know what happened in the episode in the dream. I just remember like it's one of those episodes I came away from like, holy shit. But I liked it. I liked it as well. I think it's on par with the last episode for me at at an 8.5. I enjoyed it quite a bit. I think we, you know, there's some stuff happening. A girl had her teeth pulled out. At least one tooth. I don't very, know how many. Very brave girl for a time. I mm-hmm. would say this. If you were going to threaten me with like terrible things to make me talk or something, that would actually Torture. be one of the lesser ones. Yeah. Because I've had teeth pulled. Now, uh, yes, with Novocaine. But I'm I've, sure they would have given her Novocaine. They, I think they did. 
Yeah. They didn't sh- that was off camera. Yeah. Only but, local anesthesia, not general. <laughs> but I've had I've I've dealt with a a decent amount of dental pain in general in my life. So if it was like that or like sticking a needle under my fingertips or like cutting my fingers off or something, mm. I just there's a lot of other things that would feel worse to me. I'm I wouldn't want them to do that. And I probably wouldn't say like, "Oh good, it's that one." But it is lower on the I guess the list of things that I'm worried about being tortured by. Would you protect Sandy Stanton in the face of having her teeth pulled? Probably not really. I don't know her. Yeah. So probably not. Oh, would would Bobby himself or yeah. if he were in he, okay. Do you care enough about <laughs> Sandy Stanton from what you know so far? Not at not at wow. this juncture. Yeah, this is a real don't be a hero situation. <laughs> like, and and I sorry, Sandy. I don't think her roommate cares about her either. <laughs> Seems yeah. like her roommate doesn't really like her. It's like I'll try to get her to come here. Sure. <laughs> like, yeah, she just me, wants give me the money. rent. Yeah, can you get can you get the rent money? Um, all right. So before we delve deeper into the episode, let's shout out the patrons. Christian, Maura, my wife, Julie, Mad Max, no longer a New York Met, Mad Mm. Max, Heather, Jeff, and then our three Mags Bennett Legacy Deal Tier members, Rob, Kyle, and Spencer. Thank you all. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. And and Bobby, I'd just like to compliment you on how smoothly you said legacy deal tier members. I know you've been working hard on that, and it's been a long time I, coming. I say it into the mirror every night, like the Candyman curse. Yeah. Three times. Yep, yep, yep. But instead of a demon emerging, a uh, few buckaroos. <laughs> it's like it's like in the sims when you're trying to raise your charisma trait you just have your sim talk in the mirror for a long time yeah yeah and i found myself to be more charismatic well yeah it's working can't argue with results now before we go into the plot synopsis zach i have a question yeah <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask Zach who he thinks would win in a game of pickleball between me and Otis, and I couldn't even get it out. <laughs> there was a contentious debate before the pod, everyone. Cast your votes at www.bobbywins.com. Oh, wow. It already has the domain name, huh? What if you went to that website later and like this asshole, and it really was like a picture of me? <laughs> I mean, I'd respect that. That would be That would be so crazy that I'd have no choice but to be like, Okay, this is this deserves some level of acknowledgement. To be clear, I've never played pickleball, everyone. And if we play, we will update you on what happens. We are we I am I personally am eagerly anticipating the results. I won't be playing but you don't wanna and you also don't want to be there to no, witness it. I don't want to nervous see, about I don't want to see what anger. happens. And I mean, emotions may run high. There might be <laughs> shots fired. At least next week, verbally. it's like, hello, welcome. The next one's coming faster. I'm joined by Zach. <laughs> <laughs> that's, 
Otis has either quit or been kicked off the pod after we played pickleball <laughs> this weekend. Imagine if Otis won and Bobby kicked Otis off the pod. And then because... said that I won. <laughs> yeah, I right. kick him off the pod. I'm like, I won the game and Otis won't show his face on the pod. You have to suppress <laughs> the truth. Well, that's that's within that's my that, rights. He's in the power position. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Um, so, episode four, Kokomo, plot synopsis. Raylan tangles with the Albanian mob, Manzel forms a new alliance, and Carolyn lets her guard down. That was the synopsis for this episode. Any big takeaways from this episode? Uh, I got one. Sweetie's still alive. Mm -hmm. I mean, good Lord, did I think he was going to die in the Kokomo scene. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I thought he was going to turn his back and Manzel and his undies or whatever he was wearing there was just going to pull out a and it's like, Glock and yeah, shoot him in the head. Um, pull out a Glock from the undies. Right. That, that's I mean, it wouldn't making, be the first time that he brought right. a gun out of his undies. I mean, he's got that something is in his crotchal region <laughs> besides just his <laughs> genitalia because that thing is sagging like a, like a poopy diaper. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, okay. God, I was so sure Sweetie was going to get it. And I'm so glad that they didn't like do the obvious thing and have him get killed there. And instead they just had Manziel sing Kokomo and then have Kokomo blast through the, through my speakers. Cause that was a joyous moment for me. Cause I, mm-hmm. I do kind of love that song. Yep. So yeah, that was, that was like my major takeaway. I was just happy. Sweetie is still alive. Uh, a takeaway from me for me is that I think Willa is genuinely not going to be in the show anymore. Like I, Maybe a like final episode appearance, but I mm. I don't think I was wondering last week if like I, I think I might have mentioned on the pod if she was gonna sneak off the plane or like you know mm-hmm. some kind of thing, but I think she's just genuinely gone. Which maybe we'll talk more about in the deep dive, but I am curious like why they even have her like not why they even have her on the show at all, but. I would think maybe like one episode and so, yeah. instead right. of three. It seemed like I, I think the scene we had from episode two was enough. Mm-hmm. And if they could have, but I guess, you know, maybe they wanted to flesh out the relationship a little more before that. But anyway, that was a, a, uh, a takeaway for me. It's like, Oh, well, she's actually off the show. And I bet a bunch of people are going to be happy on the internet. And I bet a bunch of people are going to like, Still complain, though. Why was she even on the show? Which I kind of was just saying, but I didn't dislike her on the show to begin with. So I don't know. But we'll see. We'll see if uh, I wouldn't be surprised if she popped up in the, the finale or something. But I do expect people to conflate if she's absent from the vast majority of the remainder of the show, if not all of it, that as these episodes intensify and threads right. are tied and they're like, see, Right, like she wasn't in it, and look how much better it got. Like, like it oh. doesn't always get better in the, like, <laughs> right. the final stretch of episodes. Wow, like when we reached where... the climax, right. the episode was better. Um, I okay, so for me, I will say those are two great takeaways for sure. Um, seeing Carolyn, uh, kind of, sort of, you know, deal with the chickens coming home to roost, mm. and that sort of inevitability. Because she very defiantly says that she defends killers and 
it's always interesting to see, you know, where where do defense attorneys lie? They they must know who they're defending in right. many circumstances, but legally they those people do have a constitutional right to being represented and all that stuff, everything she outlines. But you're putting yourself in a precarious position too. And so she's seeing some of that um, brought to her doorstep. And then Raylan and her seem to have a little flirtation going on. Mm. And I'm mm. curious to see what that will turn into. Well, in the original trailer for the this whole, like the whole season trailer, they they definitely showed him like in his you know like shirtless in her place, which I think they even showed a little in the preview for next next time. So they did that now with the context. It could just be that he slept there, and there's not an actual romantic thing, or it could be. They bumped you know. uglies. Oh yes, <laughs> that was I wouldn't my... say it quite so vulgarly. <laughs> it they bumped uglies. It really seemed to me like that was being implied. I mean, yeah, I, I, yeah. I mean, but they... we you remember back in season two when we thought that he there's like it seems heavily implied that he slept with the woman the woman from Black Pike, and then yeah. the next scene together they're like, imagine if we had hooked up. <laughs> true, true. You know, it actually was making me think, will Raylan have intercourse, sexual yeah. intercourse with anyone this series? Same. Because he, it it's, seems like his best chance is with her. Yeah. And it, and it does feel like the show is teasing that, obviously, and, and is aware of our expectation that that's a, a major element of his character. Do you ever feel like the show is teasing you? Oh, yeah. I mean that's what it's all. That's what it's all about. Sh- dangling that pretty face in front of my eyes, Raylan. Oh, I'm not like making fun of you. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, not really. Breaking I mean the, the fourth wall to the max. The Dewey Crow character and I share many similarities, so I I do feel that that hit home in ways I was not expecting. I for one, uh, I do wear a gator tooth necklace. Were you ever kicked out of camp for? Optimism? Mm. No. Well, me either. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, but to Ojas's point, that is a, a good takeaway. And I think, you know, Sweetie says something in this episode, speaking of things coming to roost. He says, I want to get what's coming to me. When people say that, that it always, it Sweetie has a lot is, of lines that are like, I'm going to die. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's, so it'll be interesting if he, he would maybe be, if we were betting on the show, right? Highest odds to not survive. Him and probably Clement Manziel, highest odds to not survive the season. I would assume Clement. Blaze of Glory style, right? right? You would think. Yeah. But we'll see. He, he had a nice little uh, Avon Barksdale-esque moment. Oh, yeah. Uh, I thought actually, yeah. I thought Sandy's face there was was really good. You know, we know that they're on on opposite ends of this right. operation, but it's just great to see her, that direct juxtaposition because she really doesn't do a great job of hiding it, nor should she. Mm-hmm. And Clement Manziel was born for this shit, right? Yeah, yeah, that that was a great moment. I actually didn't notice. I didn't her think face. of that. I didn't. Oh, I didn't notice that either. So I'm going to look for that on the rewatch. I was going to say I didn't think of the wire parallel there but it yeah, really me reminds me of that scene now that you say that yeah yeah um 
terms of end time for end times for Dewey Crow character who we hope doesn't die award, not much has changed for me there. I'm still hoping we didn't see much of Maureen in this episode, mm-hmm. Maureen Ireland's character. I'm still hoping for her. I'm still hoping for Sweetie. I will say one thing about Maureen I heard on another pod, the Prestige TV pod, where Joanna Robinson and Rob Mahoney are talking about these episodes also. Um, she mentioned something about, I think they both kind of agreed that, oh, maybe Maureen is like working with Clement Manziel. Like maybe that's like, you know, hmm. they were talking about the scene where they're talking the car and she says, oh, just pretend. And they're like, hmm, you know, and a little... They're working with like wait oh yeah, so, so like she's, she's a dirty corrupt. cop or something yeah. oh wow which would be interesting and you know she was looking for that brown book right away and and stuff so you know maybe there's some mm. oh wow yeah that would be interesting she i mean she's presented as so welcoming and right because she literally and tells Raylan to stay as long as he wants right. multiple times and yeah, that'd be wow. interesting. That would kind of break my heart, but I also now see how well they've planted that seed, and they could, they could, interesting. they could, like, and like fruit. Norbert's kind of a red herring is like the cop that we should be looking up. It was yeah, an interesting yeah, yeah. discussion they had. Yeah, I am hoping if there's characters we do hope die, I, I don't. Brill needs to get what's coming to him. Now he's good as like a sort of antagonistic cop. Mm. But I yeah, also, like I enjoy the character yes. in in the sense that I don't like him, right? Like right. He's like you love yeah. to hate him. Right, right. So it's so I'm not like, oh, just just kill him off right away. Right. But, you know, he's clearly a douchebag. Right. He's so. especially <laughs> annoying in the scene with the uh the Albanian like boss or whatever. Yes. Yes. Thomas, yeah. Yeah, um, that was actually that was a really great scene cuz it's like one guy knows what he's doing, knows is right. like at least able to like. It's not that Raylan has it's like those two impulses. adults are having a conversation. Yes. There's a little kid sitting yes. in the chair. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um. Speaking of which, a couple new, few new characters in this episode. Uh, just to list them off real quick: Hina, which is her her roommate, played by Jessica Van Toma, who you just mentioned, played by Terry Kinney Beznek, who is. The Albanian who doesn't die, played by mm. Josef Kaznitskov, maybe, mm. and Agron, and notably they they both have the last name Dark D A R K E, so I suppose they're supposed to be brothers. Played by an Agron is played by Evan Mulrooney. That's the one who gets killed, or presumably looked pretty dead at the end of the episode. Uh the yeah, guy had so- a. A real Albanian Henry Cavill thing going on. Mm. <laughs> Agron is a good name for a uh, Lord an of the aggressive Rings bad guy. Oh. A what? <laughs> a Lord of the Rings character. Reminds me, yeah. Reminds me of Lord of the Rings. You're thinking of Aragorn. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Agron. <laughs> His um, timid brother, Pass On. <laughs> I apologize for that. So. Here's my question, and then we can wrap this up. We'll do this will be a quick instant reaction. What are you guys hoping for or expecting in the next episode or next couple episodes? Mm, you know, when you mentioned confidently, Bobby, that that Willow would not return, 
it, it did her, her absence in this episode was of course notorious because we had talked about whether we what we expected from her after the previous episode i, I didn't it, it didn't occur to me that 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 she probably won't be back but i guess i agree with you but i you know it is strange that they're kind of dropping not only a major character, but the theme that we've continually talked about, about Raylan, the struggle between Raylan's domestic life and his I guess professional it's like life. they like are definitively answering it, right? Like he, he has chosen complete his choice. Right, right. Okay. And that she was the one who brought the discussion to him and that it's just like, oh, that's it. Yeah. Hmm. So I guess, I guess that is a satisfying conclusion to that part of his character. I wonder if it'll if that kind of thing will come up again this season or it'll just be, yeah, he's still the old Raylan. He, he wants to be, he want he cares more about his work than anything else in his life. And that's that, why I think maybe we would see it by the end of the season. Like as a, maybe it's even just like a, an epilogue at the end of the, this, you know, this season. Mm, he solves uh, the Manziel case and then yeah, whatever happens with that. And then there's like him returning to Florida and, I don't know. Maybe we'll see uh, Winona. Notably, yes, about Winona. I don't know if you guys saw this. You probably didn't because you're not like constantly looking at justified stuff on the internet. But uh, Vivian Oliphant and Natalie Zaya, who plays Winona, posted on each posted on their Instagram like pictures of themselves together, like uh, but on strike. <laughs> oh, so. <laughs> I don't know if they just happen to be there at the same time or something, but now they obviously know each other through Timothy Olfant, regardless of if Winona showed up in this season, but it made me go, oh, maybe there's a sparkle of hope that when we get a, yeah. which I know, like, I'm I sure a lot so. of people aren't clamoring for, but just any little callbacks are fun and it would be cool yep. to see, you know, Raylan seeing them at the end of the season or something. That is her mom, you know, and she is <laughs> talked about, so it's not like it would right. be like, it wouldn't be just wedged in there. Right. Uh, here's one thing I'm expecting on the internet in reaction to this episode. I have not oh. gone on Reddit or looked at anything, but I am expecting people to be, I'm expecting multiple comments or posts about why didn't they have Raylan shoot the guy? That mm. Raylan still hasn't shot anyone. Oh, why did Norbert shoot him? Why didn't Raylan do it? We didn't get to see Raylan shoot anyone. Uh he has a lot of work to do to hit my uh, over of 15 and a half. Yeah, 15 so and a half kills. He's really saving it. He's just, you know, there's going to be multiple sprees. It'll be like, uh, it'll be like really heavy handed fan service. Halfway through the season, we are at a, bo- a body count of zero from, for Raven. <laughs> uh, I will, I'm expecting real headway to be made on the contents of that little book. Yeah. It seems like we, that might be we're, the, uh, we're getting, and that I think gives us some hope for a few more episodes with sweetie. I, th- I definitely agree that, you know, the clock is ticking for him, but because there's that he, because he presents some real value to Menzel, he's going to, you know, stick around a little bit i think let me let me say something this isn't actually about sweetie in particular mm-hmm. but i have seen on imdb the number of episodes certain oh. actors are in oh. which you know upsets me 
Mm-hmm. That being said, it's possible someone could not be in an episode or two. Like, Definitely. all of the other cops are not in the second episode. Yep. Uh, so it could say they're in, you know, there's eight episodes. It could say they're in six. And that could mean they die in the sixth episode. Well, in this, it would mean they die in the seventh episode because they weren't in the second one, right? Or right. it could mean that there's a second episode they're not in or, you know. So I'm trying to, like, block out of my brain that I've seen the amount of episodes some people are in mm-hmm. and hope that it doesn't, you know. But it, it does have me on edge about a couple of characters where I'm like, does this mean they're going to die? Does this right. mean, you know. So. It does sort of telegraph it. Right. So I try to avoid those things, but it's hard when I'm putting together the, you know, the outlines and pulling up characters' names and stuff. I will say, I don't know if you anybody – you guys or anybody, if you're going on IMDb, if you go specifically to the episode and look at the cast, it won't tell you what how many episodes are. And if you go to just Justified City Primeval and you click on the cast, it will say how many episodes each character is in. Word so. to the wise. Uh, anything else that you're looking forward to expecting or thinking about, Ogis? I don't know if you said yours as much as Zach said his. No, I, I mean, I said with the book and I think we right. covered every, you know, everything else, like everything else is almost like how the show is going to, you know, I will say I really like the uh, Toma, right? That was his mm-hmm. name. Toma. Yeah. I really like the Toma character. And so I hope we get a little bit more from him because he's the, you know, that this Albanian crew doesn't seem like it should just be trifled with. You know, right. Seem- and I doubt. Yeah. I don't think that's going to be a one episode thing. Yep. We'll see yep. more of them. So yeah, yeah, just real quick, I, I and we may get deeper into this in the uh, in the recap tomorrow. But that character was had this sort of philosophical flourish to him, like it, mm. like different from um, Adam Harkins. What the hell was his name? Oh, Theo Tonin. Theo Tonin, Toma Tonin. A little bit of a similarity mm. there, but like kind of not not just like a stock villain boss character. He talking about justice versus like the appearance order. of order. Yeah. Right. Order. And like, just kind of fascinating writing and, and thinking by that, by that character. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny. I was going to say, find out next time on next one's coming faster, but I can't say that because you won't find out next time because the next time will be a deep dive on the same episode. So we won't really have any hmm. more information about that character. But we'll see you next time on Next One's Coming Faster. Goodbye, my friends. Good evening. Bye. Thanks for listening to Next One's Coming Faster, hosted by me, Bobby, and my co-hosts, Zach and Ogis. Next One's Coming Faster is available wherever you find your podcasts.